RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. There I am. Hello. My name is Tara Devlin. What's happening? Can you hear me? Can I hear me? All right. Get out of there. I have to yell at the cats. This is what you got to deal with when you're dealing with the Tara Buster. <laughs> There's an air conditioner on. There's cats running around. There's, I don't know, there's a lot of shit happening. And who cares, right? We do it anyway. We do the show anyway. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I'm really low in my headphones. Okay, is that better? Hi. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah, we usually meet at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Face. Well, no, 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 no. Excuse me. I can't say RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels anymore because YouTube shut down our RDT Daily page on Facebook. So I have to get used to it. We're at the Tara Buster Facebook page and the Tara Buster YouTube channel. So it's at YouTube dot com slash c slash tarabuster is it tarabuster or wait hold on i have to check youtube yeah just tarabuster hold on you know what happened i just got a delivery and right before the show started and the cat and i didn't have time to put the delivery away so the boxes are at the at the door and the cats are very curious about them get away <laughs> now there is no hope for it there is no hope they're probably gonna just play in the box i mean it's that's what they do boxes they like boxes so all right guys what else do i have to say the reason we're late tonight is it's gonna this might happen a little more often in the next couple of months my schedule i have a conflict on Saturdays, and I might end up having to do the show a little later. I'll try to give you fair warning, but of course, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people still end up contacting me. I understand. Where's the show? It's hard. It's hard to keep up with everybody. I know it sucks not having a regular time. It really does hinder building up the show. So that's why I ask you to become patrons at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and join Rockfin. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to give, uh, well, you don't have to join the premium channel. You could, if you want their premium stuff, there will be some Rockfin only content we will create for Rockfin and, but you'll have access to other shows like Lee Camp and, um, who else, uh, a lot of people. Graham Elwood, Ron Placone. All right. I don't know. This is not just plugs. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, what was I thinking today as I was watching? Well, every day. Yeah, it sucks when you're thinking about we have a new president. Thank God, right? You know how, how much, how worse I would feel? If Twitler won the election again, despite receiving fewer votes, if he was still squatting in the White House, and that was his plan. You understand that? He tried. <clears throat> and he's still trying to overturn the election. And 
so I'm of two minds. They they wanted they were going to subpoena Twit Twitler. He said he wasn't going to come and uh, and speak at the impeachment trial. That's going to be great next week. We're going to have a lot of fun. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how we how we'll approach it. it it'll be great. Um, I hope to do. I uh, know there won't be any um, watch parties, but I hope to do more shows during the week where we can talk about what happens. But if Twitler was able to testify, he would he he would make this country worse as usual. It's really hard to believe that there are millions of Americans who believe him, who follow him. Isn't that sickening? I don't know about you, but it's very depressing to me and shocking because how stupid are people? I guess people really are stupid because there's there's a thing with, um, see, liberals. We're normal people. We're liberals, progressives, normal people. Um, it's the tension in democracy between conservatives and progressives. So, you know, progressives and, and uh, well, yes, normal people and conservatives are, uh, the conservatives believe, and this was back, we can go, we could find the writings of Edwin, and Edwin, I can't talk, Burke, Edwin Burke, and Edmund, not Edwin, and he discusses how basically the right people, quote unquote, should rule. And that's the idea that was underlying Western civilization for thousands of years. If you were born into it, that means that God wants you to rule. God chose you. If you were born poor, then you were just SOL. And progressives and conservatives um the the t- the argument has been that who will rule and the conservatives still even in a democratic republic believe that there should be a ruling class some the people who how do you know how do you know who should rule well they're rich that's how you know and that's really their underlying philosophy but conserve and normal people, people who are functioning and are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, progressives, we, our argument is that we can rule ourselves. We the people, e pluribus unum. The reason I'm bringing all this up is that when I hear, okay, <laughs> I, I, I mean, hold on for a second. When I hear that, Millions of people still believe Trump, or even that they voted for him in the first place, a con man, somebody who, a serial bankrupt, somebody who sucks, a horrible human being on every level, everywhere you look, he is a horrible person. He's not even a nice person. Make America great. He's not even a nice person. How could you make America how could you make anything great? But when I hear that there are millions of people f- who committed treason on the orders of the con man, I start thinking, well, maybe the the maybe Ed, Edmund Burke had a point. The right people ha- uh, should rule. 
I don't know. Because, I don't know. How do we share a country with people like the QAnon shaman? The, 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 the bullhorn bitch saying, we're going to take over this building. I, I just want to show you. The reason I'm saying this, too, is because... Here, let me play the, this video I just saw on CNN. And, whoa, my... What? What? Wait, 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 wait. I just got taken aback. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Jeffrey Giraffe. Jeffrey Giraffe wins the super chat. He's for tonight. Thank you, Jeffrey, for your incredibly generous super chat. And thank you, Garfield. Garfield says, hi, Tara and group. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. You really made my day. And you made all the stress that I feel. It makes it worthwhile. When I, I It's not just the financial. It's the feedback that I give. And the, other, the, the thing is... Uh, when I wasn't going on the air at 6 p.m., and people are like, where were you? Where are you, I should say. And I, even though I'm like, Ugh, I told you I was going to be on at 8, my, the other part of me is like, well, it's nice to be missed. So if nobody asked where the hell are you, I would feel bad about it. So, all right, what was I saying? Here we are. Here, here we go. Here, here. This, this, just, this just came out. Wait, my fucking computer is freezing up. Ah, oh boy. Come on, I'm getting a beach ball. Those who are on a Mac understand what I'm talking about. I'm trying to play this video and it's spinning out. What the fuck is going on? Don't do it to me now. Come on, man. Come on, man. I sound like Joe Biden. Come on, man. Maybe I could play it off the computer if I could find it. Shit. Everything sucks. Just as I'm saying to myself, it's all coming together. Why is it that my computer is freezing up? All right, come on, computer. Fuck. And now I'm wondering, should I restart the finder? You know what I mean? Ah, well, let's do that. Here comes the music. That's why everybody tunes. Well, become a patron. Do something. Help. Help. All right, guys, we're back. My name is Tara Devlin. You know that. Thanks for hanging out. I took the chance. I restarted the finder. I quit. I force quit the, the finder. Let's see if it works now. Here we go. For the unprecedented second impeachment trial of former president. This is from CNN earlier, just about 15 minutes before we went on air. Donald Trump, there is new video emerging tonight from moments after the attack on the U.S. Capitol. And it underscores how some of the rioters were taking their cues directly from Trump. We have to warn you that what you're about to watch contains strong language. That's some music they got there. How did they, how did you get out? I got what? How did you get out? In the Senate? Yeah. The cops walked out with me. You just, they just let you go? Yeah. 
What's your message to everybody now? Like, what are you yelling at? Oh, uh, Donald Trump asked everybody to go home. He just said, uh, he just put out a tweet. It's a minute long. He asked everybody to go home. Why do you think so? Because, dude, we won the my fucking dad, day. My dad we fucking this, won. How did yeah. we win? Well, we won by sending thing. a message to the senators and the congressmen. Yeah, we so won too. by sending a message to Pence, okay, that if they don't to do Pence. as, they, as they, it is the, uh, their oath to do, if they don't uphold the Constitution, then we will remove them from office one way or another. Okay. This, this guy is recording you. He's not on our side. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not on our side. Yeah. You hear? That, I thought you assumed that. I, I'm fine with being okay, recorded. Cool. Anything else? Um, all I can say is uh, we won the fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump is still our president. No, no, no. I do have wait. I do have one more question. There's no, he's not. Doubt that you were just able to just go in there and come out. Like, what do you have to say to them that doubt that you just walked out? Well, a lot of people doubted uh, a lot of prophets, saints, and sages. A lot of people doubted Christ. You know? Can you believe that? You hear that? No, you didn't mishear. A lot of people doubted Christ. Is this guy comparing Trump to Christ? Doubt that you just walked out. Well, a lot of people doubted uh, a lot of prophets, saints, and sages. A lot of people doubted Christ, you know? Saints and sages. So that was Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman, after leaving the Capitol. Here's his mugshot. He was put behind bars, and he was recently switched jails so that he could eat organic food. Can you believe these whiny little bitches? Really, everything that they proclaim to be. Now, imagine if someone got a, a, a normal person got arrested and demanded organic food. What do you think the right wingers would do to that person in the media? They'd mock and eviscerate him mercilessly, but it's okay. What if someone who was a progressive went around the country? dressed in that getup with horns screaming yelling what what do you think they would do? this is why it's so exhausting they their 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 hypocrisy is tedious they don't have a leg to stand on because everywhere you look they're full of shit they don't even believe their own shit. They just make it up as they go. And now they are agreed center death cult, period. The Re what does the Republican Party stand for? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene said, it's the party of Trump. It belongs to Trump. And I'm like, good, good, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Go make your own party. Do us a favor destroy the Republican Party. We, we, we want you to. You're doing us a favor. You're ensuring that the Republican Party goes the way of the Whigs, and it can't happen fast enough. All they are is a, a white supremacist, grievance, greed-centered death cult. I'm hoping that Trump starts to tell them that there's a UFO behind the Hale-Bopp comet. What comet is coming? Is there a comet coming soon? I'm hoping that he says the only way you can meet, let's go meet the comet, is to uh, meet your maker. I'm hoping. 
Because they can't leave this mortal coil fast enough. So they can't meet their Jesus fast enough. The fake Jesus they pretend to worship. I mean, I don't know what Jesus they worship. I know people who actually are Christian. They're normal people, progressives. They, they follow the teachings of the ancient socialist hippie who gave out free health care. You know, peace and love, turn the other cheek. The only Jesus these idiots worship is the, it's really they, everything that Jesus warned about, about the hypocrites who go pray outside. So he told them to go pray in a closet. Do it. They don't take their own, the, their own dictates from the so-called savior they pretend to worship. So who is this guy going around the country? Who pays his way? Now, apparently, he's upset that Trump didn't pardon him. Well, welcome to reality, mama, mama, moron. We've been trying to tell you. You notice how Trump pardoned? He didn't pardon the insurrectionists and the traitors. He pardoned his bully boy who, who duped the traitors, Steve Bannon, who was uh, there were federal charges against him for running a scam on the traders. The whole effing thing is a scam. The Republican Party is a scam. And we will get to that. We'll, go, we'll talk about it tonight, how they censured Liz Cheney. They're censuring all the so-called moderates. You know, in secret, though, because... There's such uh, land of the ho- home of the free. What is it? Home of the free land of the who the hell? Not? Home of the brave. They're so brave that they have to have a secret vote. They censured. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Censured for for doing. See, that's what it means to be a Republican now. You understand? Like when what's his face? Uh, Jeff Sessions. He, he got Donald Trump's, uh, he, be, he, he be, what do you call it? He was on Donald Trump's bad side for doing the one thing that, the one ethical thing by recusing himself, <laughs> right? So anything you do that is pro-America, that is pro-truth, justice, laws, the American way, anything pro-decency, pro-dignity, pro-democracy, pro-unity. They can't stand for it. That's it. You're out of the party. Their party is nothing but a greed-centered death cult that is hung on a con man. And there is, And it's so fitting. Because the whole thing, I've been saying it for years, back when, from George W. Bush, now everyone's looking back on George W. Bush with fondness. Well, not us, of course, but the corporate media. With the pres- the ex-presidents getting together, talking about uh, what it means to be an American and peaceful transfer of power and whatnot. How quaint. But George W. Bush was an abomination, too. He was a... Illegitimate, less vote getting president installed 
by the Supreme Court. There, it's all a, a con. It's always been a con. Look at this guy's face. Here, let's listen to the rest of this. This is CNN. Lee's lawyer has argued that his client was following Trump's invitation to march to the Capitol. CNN's Doni O'Sullivan joins me with more. So, Doni, where did this video come from? Hey, Pam, yeah, this video was actually posted to Parler, which is that social media platform which touted free speech, which saw a lot of hate uh, and a lot of election misinformation. Of course, the platform is temporarily shut down. It's not able to get online. But on the day of the insurrection, many, many of the people who were in Washington that day, the Trump protesters, people who went on to become the part Trump of the insurrection protesters. mob, they this were is, these posting are videos on Parler. Now, before Parler got taken offline, uh, a computer programmer was able to download Download all of those videos publicly. There are thousands of them, and this is just one of these. Uh, organizations like ProPublica have documented hundreds of these videos, but there are thousands of them out there, and very likely, you know, uh, investigators as part of the, both the FBI investigation into this and those on Capitol Hill are probably uh, combing through uh, those videos. And the CNN camera captured footage of Chansley outside Trump's rally in Dalton, Georgia, 48 hours before the insurrection. What did you learn from that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Nothing. this is really where this sort of fits into to the bigger picture here, right? I was actually attending QAnon events and Trump rallies all along in the weeks leading up to uh, the eventual... See, he's talking about this other video that he went undercover. Actually, I have that video. Let me play that. There's not supposed to be media present. This is undercover at Q, a Q meeting. And it's, it's frightening, so let's play it. A little piece of advice for the mainstream media is not everything can be debunked. The media is either going to have to get on the right side of history or they're going to go down with the ship. You might think wearing a face mask would help a reporter go unnoticed, but not at this gathering of QAnon followers in Arizona just two weeks before November's election. Take off those damn masks and leave them off. Take off those damn masks. Look at these fucking people. I want them all to get COVID. What the hell? Do us a favor. COVID, come on. You know, can't you do a something for us? Can't you do a little bit for your uh, the people who are suffering? Get those who deserve it. Leave us alone. Leave the normal people alone. Take these mother effers. I don't get it. Leave your ma don't, don't take off your masks. How dare you? Four, uh, there, there will be 500,000 Americans dead. That's how, it's just another example of how abhorrent they are, how full of shit they are. What are they rising up for, these fuckers? Excuse my language, I know I'm cursing a lot. Who cares, right? Well, whatever. But it's actually, I shouldn't, probably is not good. Maybe, I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 uh, I'm gun shy, so to speak, because of uh, getting taken off of U of Facebook. Now I'm uh, worried if they take me off YouTube, I'm screwed. So, and they have been taking other liberal talk show hosts off of YouTube, by the way. I think Graham Elwood got demonetized on YouTube.
Why? Because they're trying to make the right winger. They don't want the right wingers to think that they're being picked on. You see, you don't want to pick on the Nazis. So when you're fighting Nazis, so apparently, according to the social media giants, fighting Nazis is akin to being a Nazi somehow. So when they, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me because we're on the right side of history and humanity and decency. We're standing up for truth, justice in the American way. Show me, show me anything different. Of course, the right-wingers, I suppose, would say, oh, we're standing up for truth, justice in the America. No, you're not. You're not living in reality. If you're standing up for Q, which is, um, I don't know, I cannot say definitively, but I'm pretty sure, because I'm not a moron, that Q is some kind of Russian or whatever adversary-created psyops campaign against this country. That's what they do. They're not, they're not stupid. The, the uh, Russia, the uh, disinformation that they inflict on this country, we've seen it. They create Facebook pages. We, I played that video of that lady being told that the FBI said that the Facebook, the, the, F, the FBI uncovered that the Facebook page, the pro-Trump Facebook page that she was responding to, and that she showed up in real life to rally for, based she, to a Trump rally based on this particular Facebook page. It was created by Russian, by Russian intelligence. That's what they do. It's all a part of divide and conquer. So they pour the stupidity into our stupid country. The country is dumb. We are already dumb, thanks to the Republicans. They've dumbed down this country, and it is because that's what they do. They denigrate anything decent, anything that can make the country smart. That's, what, that's part of the reason they don't want to fund higher education, universal higher education for all. That's why they go after so-called government schools, Government school, because, you know, you're supposed to hate government. Hate the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to you, to create and entrust to you. They didn't fight a revolution to create QAnon, a bunch of morons who stand up, who say, who think that, and this is why they're dangerous, because they've been taught and they continue to circle jerk this bad idea, this false idea that the Second Amendment is there so they can, if all, all uh, if everything else fails, they can rise up against the government. That's not the Second Amendment. That is not what the Second Amendment means. The founders didn't fight a revolution so they can create a democratic republic so that some that uh, with a mechanism to rise up and shoot and murder the representatives of the government they fought a revolution to create a democracy we have a mechanism for rising up it's called an election not a friggin second amendment 
So this is how convoluted they are. And honestly, you know how I, you know me, you know where I stand in many ways and cases. And much of the time, I'm of two minds as far as just secede, get out, get the F out. But then I think about all the normal people who live in the in red states who have to live among these morons. So what do you do? They have the Republicans and their dim, dim fura. They've, they have so, um, they really do, they really have us by the short hairs because everything that we can use to try to bring these people out of the cult, to deprogram them, the the cult itself, the Republicans, have turned the morons against those mechanisms. Everything is a lie. Everybody's out to get them. Everyone is lying to them and coming up with all kinds of conspiracies. What are you talking about, conspiracies? We could barely get... I mean, I could barely get my goddamn um, delivery on time. What are you talking about? We're trying to get through the day, just like everybody else. And the Republicans make it harder. That's what they do. They make it worse. They make it harder to just get through the day and have a decent life. That's all we want to do. We just want to have a decent goddamn life. To spend our time, we don't want to have to spend our time fending off a, an insurrection from morons, especially for morons. You know, if there was an insurrection that was legitimate, if there was a legitimate friggin' um, usurper, I would be all for the revolution, and so would you. We would stand up and do what we can to make this country work for all. And that's what we did on election day. We got rid of the con man and the, the grifter, the autocrat, the wannabe dictator. So we used the mechanisms that the founders entrusted to us. And we did that legally and peacefully. And these freaks, they think, they, uh, they still think that this they're in a revolution they're not it's not over you understand you know why because the republican party itself is encouraging them and that's the problem welcome back my name is tara devlin Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. This is unapologetic liberal talk, and it's exactly what we need. It is. We need unapologetic liberal talk to bring this country back and push it to where it needs to go. The Democratic Party to be the party of FDR again, and this country to evolve to, for, uh, to be a more perfect union that works for all. That's what we're trying to do. Ironically, it'll even work for these idiots. That's the problem. Everything that is decent in this country 
that makes an American, it makes your a working class American, makes a, their life a little bit more livable, enjoyable, eight hour work days, living way. I mean, all of those things that came because of progressives. And these mother dumb, dumb bastards. Notice, look at the video. You see how many you see any uh, people with darker pigment there? What is it with white people? Really? Ah, it's embarrassing. Is it just white people who are so goddamn stupid? I know there are stupid people everywhere, but what is wrong with them? Why are they so stupid? Why is it so concentrated? among these white morons. You know why, actually, I'm answering my own question in my head. It's because of education. Republicans have so disparaged public education and they've turned the American people in these insular communities, they turned them against education. Because in order to have a functioning democratic republic, we have to, uh, and to have a country, the co- a country has to have a common story. We have to share truth. You know what I mean? We have to all kind of understand the history of this country. It's important. And it has to be the same. You know, you can't, you can um, disagree on your opinions, but you can't disagree on facts. Facts are the facts. The problem with this country is these effing dumb white bastards, these white devil bastards, they don't seem to want to know or care to know the real history of this country. That there are all kinds of American experiences, not just, you know, some white guy um, manifest destiny. And, And our racist ass history... That's part of our history, and we need to em- not embrace, so to speak. What's the word? We need to accept that all that our history, just like anybody, just like any human being, your hist- our history, you got good and bad. There's good parts, bad parts. I mean, there's only been two perfect people, I hear. One was Christ, and the other was Trump. So, I don't know about the rest of us. We all have our pluses and minuses. We all have things we want to change, or maybe we did wrong and we regret. We make mistakes. But the same thing with the country. And, it, and in fact, our mistakes, clearly, <laughs> it's always when we make mistakes, you know, genocide, we break out in genocide and um, human beings suffer, of course. So that's, that is the American story. There's nothing, there's nothing that is, uh, there's nothing worse than denying it. Be a, an adult, that's what it means to be a mature adult. You know, when you're a kid, when, when I was in school, when we were in an elementary school, they teach you all about George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. You know, they don't teach you the ugly history. They don't. 
because you're you're a child. But maybe it's time to start teach. I mean, I don't know what they teach now, but I think it's. I don't think it's any better than when I was in school. Apparently, I mean, uh, uh, considering how many morons we have running around, and it's not. It doesn't mean that because we know and accept and try to rectify, try to, we, you accept the past, right? Thomas Jefferson wrote, all men are created equal, and he meant all men, and he meant all white men. So, so what? Yes, he was a person, he was a person of his time and a damn hypocrite. Clearly. Okay. Now we know better. Right? We used to live in caves, too. So we don't do that anymore. We know we, we've evolved. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't discuss it. But they, these white bastards, these, these children, they don't want to hear it. Every time we bring up, we try. That's what we say. Black lives matter. That's just, it's just a fact. If all lives matter, we wouldn't have to say black lives matter, but they don't seem to understand that. If it's for them, it's uh it's like a zero sum game. If we all have a seat at the table, that means they lose somehow. But they won't lose because they'll be living in a country that is peaceful. That's the point peaceful where we are all in it together where nobody is left behind where it doesn't break out in uh insurrections because you didn't get your way this is what we're fighting for that's what it means to be a liberal a progressive a normal person same thing but i just don't get it it's embarrassing to be white, really, half the time. I'm like, when I look at these people and I hear them talk, they're so stupid. It's embarrassing. What the hell? What are you, what, what is, what are you so angry about? That's what I want to know. Why are they so angry? You didn't get your way? You didn't get, your con man didn't get, Elected d this time, despite receiving fewer votes. Well, do what the what what normal people do. Get together with your with your freak friends. Knock on doors. Right, build coalitions. Go pamphleteering. Do phone banking. But they can't do that. See, that's the work of adults. Normal people do that. Mature people do that. Children can't, they don't have the patience for that. They don't have the maturity. Right? It's, it's really true. It's like, it's like these idiots all getting together demanding uh, their Cabbage Patch doll or something. And it's, they can't be denied. Well, guess what, honey? We're, this is a, a, a diverse country of 320 million diverse people. You're the minority. The fact is, math is against you. 
you you morons, excuse me, I don't, I mean, I want to call you by your name, but whatever. You represent less people with you, your ideology is a minority ideology. And, and, you know, it's so disgusting, really, because if they get their way, like during the, the uh, Twitler abomination, Remember when that woman was saying when uh, when Trump shut down the government and he was and this they interviewed people who were who lost their jobs in the government shutdown and one of the the women said he's not hurting the people he needs to be hurting and that just sums it all up that's what they mean they want you to hurt they want me to hurt they want. Anybody else, uh, people with darker pigment to hurt. They want to drink your tears. What is wrong with that? They're disgusting. There's something very wrong with that. That's disturbed. And that's another thing I wish, I mean, and when I was talking to Tom Hartman, I wanted to, the problem was everything I wanted to say was trying to come out of my mouth at once. But I really want to get this out there that if... Because I hear it all the time. Um, it's discussed on the so-called liberal media. I uh, Like, for example, I'll watch Chris Hayes. I really like Chris Hayes' show. And I know he's a true liberal in his heart. And I, uh, he talks about how the Republican Party, their only, I, their only agenda is owning the libs and sticking it to the libs. And yes, that's true. But... We need to add an addendum to that. And yes, it's not, but if that is your agenda, then you are not a patriot. It's not patriotic to want to drink the tears of your fellow Americans. That means you're, you're an antagonist to America. Right. If you if you want to drink the tears of your fellow Americans, then you are um, you're a hater of America. So let's stop with the patriot bullshit. You're not a patriot. We're the patriots, normal people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society. Oh, so like Trump said during the when he was attacking Ilan Omar and uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib and AOC saying um, they want to tell us how to run our country as if it's not their country, too. It's our country. Yeah, they want to tell us how to run our country. Yeah, we want to make it a more perfect union. We want it to work for all. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in, nobody out. Even that moron. Even the QAnon shaman moron. You see, if it wasn't for those liberals, if it wasn't for liberals, the QAnon shaman wouldn't get to transfer to a different prison so he can eat organic food. That's because some liberal said that he should have his beliefs honored. You see what I mean? They all benefit from the society that liberals make possible, that normal people make possible, because we're not here to drink their tears. That's not what we're doing. 
when I, I mean, I, I enjoy, um, you know, the other day when Poppy was on and she was saying we should all feel bad for that woman who got shot and killed in the Capitol. I don't feel bad for her. Okay. That's a different story, but I'm not here to drink her tears. I don't, I, I would rather not, frankly. In fact, I'd rather her not be an idiot and, uh, put herself uh, into an early grave because of a con man, but too late. But what we're talking about, what we are fighting for, is a country that works for all, even them. Even this moron here with the damn horn, who now is eating his organic food, thanks to liberals. Because if it was up to conservatives, what would they say? Oh, you mean a prisoner wants to be transferred so he can eat organic food? Eat my ass, they'd say. Eat my boot. But that's liberals, liberals. You know, we try to respect people, make a more perfect union, respect their beliefs, even if they're morons. But we're not here to drink their tears. I'm trying to get this fucking idiot health care. That's it. Universal health care. Maybe uh, he can get the mental health care that he needs. So clearly needs. So here, let's continue with this video. This is a guy that went undercover at a QAnon meeting. Known as the QAnon shaman, and he would go on to storm the Capitol in January. Where we go one, we go hear that where we go one we go all that's their rallying cry and i think in this piece they talk about michael flynn he's he's back that traitor is back and we that's what they are they're effing traitors he said where we go one we go all remember in a video Where we go one, we go all, an infamous QAnon slogan promoted by Trump's first national security advisor, Michael Flynn. Where we go one, oh, we yeah, go there. all. And played as Can an anthem at this meeting of Trump that? supporters. We are at war right now, and we in this room understand that very, very much. War for what, you moron? War for what? What? So you gotta wear a mask? In a pandemic, so 500,000 of your fellow Americans don't die? Oh, boo freaking who? Thank God these freaks weren't around during World War II. What would they do? they cowards, right? Oh, I'm not going to do my part. It's a hoax. The, I mean, the, the, the cognitive disson dissonance meets the Dunning-Kruger effect that it's in a, in a circle jerk of paranoia. It never stops. It, and then you spin out until you, you want to vomit with these people. Everything about them. They praise the greatest generation in one breath, and then they won't do their part. They're small, the smallest part to stop uh, anybody else from dying. Even though, they, you know, they don't give a shit. They don't care about anybody but themselves. 
They're not patriots. It has to be out there in the public lexicon. We have to just say it. These aren't patriots. That's why they have to fly their flags everywhere. And apparently, Trump's so-called TV network or whatever is going to be called the Patriot Network or something like that. Of course it is. It's so tediously boring. The Patriot Network or Patriot TV. You're not a patriot. That's why they have to say, I'm a patriot. I'm a, it's, like a, it's like somebody who is in the closet. You know what I mean? Like some guy. You know, that's the telltale sign of a closet case. They have, they're overtly anti-gay. And they're overtly, hey, I banged up. And I went up. They're in the closet. They're, they hate themselves. They're, so they want to throw everybody off the scent. If, I, if they act like a sexist, misogynist pig and they bash gays, then they'll, maybe people won't know that deep down inside, they're gay. It's the same thing with these so-called these so-called patriots. They're not patriots. They hate America. Not only do they hate America, they're confused by America, and that's probably why they hate America. It's it's uh, all I mean, it's all wrapped up in their confusion. They don't understand America. They don't understand the liberal age of enlightenment where we threw off an intergenerational aristocracy and a monarchy that ruled Western civilization for a thousand years. That's, that's, there's nothing more progressive than that. So that's confusing to them. They don't understand the whole general welfare, e pluribus unum, out of many, one. That's too much. That's too much. It's too much freedom for them. They don't get it that freedom means not not that you can walk around Walmart with an M16. That's not freedom, honey. You're not free. Freedom means being able to go to the doctor when you're sick, being able to live and uh, in uh, in peace and work a decent hourly wage have a dec- indecent working conditions, to have time off for recreation and leisure, to spend with your loved ones, to take some vacations, to have the freedom to be sick and frail, to be a human being. The freedom, if, you are, if you're so inclined to go to school, to learn a trade, or to maybe learn Learn an instrument, learn poetry, write poetry, write a book, or 26 if you're Tom Hartman, or share culture and and humor and time and and the relationship and the connections. That's what it means to be free. And we, we the people, can only guarantee that together. As a community, we get together and say, this is the kind of society we want, where we're all treated with equal and with value, that the CEO and the lowest paid worker are treated with dignity. 
and respect that the lowest paid worker, the lowest person on that totem pole gets a living wage like the rest of us because that's what it means to be an American. That's freedom because we guarantee that. That's the freedom we fought to to entrust to us, to each other, to pass on. Not that the rich can get richer, that they have so much money that they can threaten government herself, that they have, have, that they have so much money that government doesn't do anything, that government is bought and paid for by the same big moneyed interests who threatened Western civilization for thousands of years. That kept the people who lived under that system, that kept them in bondage, in, in the fields, toiling and awaiting their rewards in heaven. It was a conspiracy to keep people under that system. Yeah, the conspiracy of, the, of church and state. And that's why the founders put up a wall between church and state. Yeah, you can worship but it's not going to be dictated by the dumb Fuhrer. Do whatever. You want to worship your sky spook? Do it in your closet. God in heaven. Seriously. This, that's why I'm saying these people do not understand what it means to be a patriot. What's a patriot? You're looking at a patriot. You're a patriot. Liberals, progressives, people who are out there making a more perfect union. Who, AOC, she she has her um her beliefs. FDR Democratic Party. What did she do? She got to she got knocked on doors. Got together with people to help her. She didn't take any corporate money, and she. Ran for office. That's a patriot. They don't seem to understand that. They don't like it. So they get their, they get together in these little feckless, weak-ass, whiny, bitch, little conspiracy theories. I mean, when they're being, they're being played. They're being manipulated by foreign, anti-democratic foreign actors. There's no doubt in my mind. QAnon? Are you stupid? Listen, dummies. If you're listening, if, if, if there really was somebody, this person, the, the whole QAnon thing is supposed to be some guy who works for, who, who's in military intelligence. He's, um, gets all the secret, uh, top secret, cl- unclassified crap, and he puts it on the, on a, on a 4chan message board. Man, when they, when the Russian, intelligence put that together and threw that hook in the water my god did did they know how many dupes they would hook right up to the presidency itself but they're they're laughing that's for sure but if there really was um somebody who has all the top secret intelligence and is putting it on the internet for you fucking morons. Do you know what? They would find that person, you idiot. There's only a certain... There's a, everybody who goes through security clearance, they know who you are. 
moron. So if you're getting security, um, secret, um, unclassified information, you're putting it on the internet, it won't take them that long to figure out who you are. And you will be in jail because that's a violation of your clearance. So if anybody is putting secret, uh, top secret intelligence on the internet uh, and you're getting the real inside tip on what's going really going on in the government, you're, you're an idiot. You are, you're being played. That person, if that person puts one thing on the internet that was legitimate, the government, he would, this person would find themselves in jail. Lickety split. As quicker than you can say, um, we go one, we go all. And what are you talking about, by the way? We go one, we go all. Where are you going? Go. If you're going to go, then fucking go. Just go. That's what I always I say to these right-wingers. Please, just go. It's like the Ayn Rand book where they, they go Galt. I remember they used to walk around with signs saying, who's John Galt or who is John? Who cares? Go. Go Galt already. Oh, that that's their threat. They're going to go Galt, meaning they will... They're they're not gonna they're not gonna um what be in our civilization and not gonna suck on our civilization like parasites anymore. Oh, they're not gonna invent. They're not gonna innovate anymore. That's what the this is the whole Anne Rand thing that the the um, Atlas shrugged, meaning they they had enough. They're not going to innovate anymore. They're not going to, like, you know, like Michael Bloomberg, the whiny little, oh, God. Um, We played that video the other day. (laughs) So they're going to shrug it off. They're not going to innovate. They're not going to come up with an online bookstore anymore. They're not going to come up with an algorithm to high-frequency trade anymore. And then won't we all be out in the cold? Really? Go. Go. I, I, that's what I say to these. Go, go Galt already. Will you please? Go. Get out. Go Galt. Whatever you do, just go. Nobody cares. We don't. You are not. You're not the um, innovators. You're not, you're not adding anything to society. In fact, you are the albatrosses around our national necks. Just like, well, as far as when the billionaires go in Galt, go, go billionaires before we tax the shit out of you, because that's what's going to happen. And they should really want to be taxed, frankly, rather than it's a little less being, um, uh, it's a little kinder than being cropped at the neck, right? That's what they did in the French Revolution. So you would really want to be able to live in a, in a country, not be a, a rich person in a poor country, because you're, you're putting yourself in danger, but whatever, okay. But just go. 
these albatrosses around our national necks. I'm so tired of them. And that's why we do the show, too, to, to reclaim patriotism. Yeah, we're the patriots. Enough. Enough with these flags everywhere. We don't see people who don't have anything to prove. I don't need to put flags everywhere. These colors don't run. Eagles everywhere. What do you, what? Who cares? Hey, hey, hey. Freedom. You know what's free? You're free when you can go to a doctor. That's what I'm fighting for, even for you. And honestly, I hope you, we, we, I, I mean, universal health care is coming. It is, it will eventually be here. There is no doubt in my mind. A matter, if it's a matter of when I hope I live to see it. I think I will, but um, it's for them too. I want you, you morons, to get, especially to get the mental health you need, the mental help you need, because, but they won't, they won't, because for them, see, it takes courage to ask for help, and that's something they don't have. All right, let's continue with this video. Obviously, you've heard the president talking about stuff, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. That QAnon thing. Yeah. Uh, did he disavow it, anybody? No. No. Two nights earlier, Trump had praised QAnon followers at a town hall with Savannah Guthrie. Can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true so and disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. Oh, oh, showing. The message to the people in this room was clear. Trump was on their side. So we have 17 days between now and a massive Woo! Trump victory. In the room, prominent figures. <sighs> that was right before the election. 17 days between now and a massive Trump victory. And what are you going to do with it? Victory. God help us. Really? If, the, if Trump had won, forget it. How many would be dead? Uh, Three million, four million before he's done bullshitting these idiots? I'll be right back. It's all really just if only COVID. See, that's the thing with these right wingers. And I say that if only they, these the right wingers felt the sting of the lash of the the results of their policies. If only. It was, it was concentrated and it was focused solely on them. Unfortunately, it affects everyone. That's why we're in this together. It's everybody in, nobody out. It has to be, or it doesn't work. Really. And that's why these people really, they need help. They need mental help. And you're seeing other articles coming out about people saying the former QAnon, QAnon Anonymous, how they finally saw the light, how when suddenly, I guess on, I think they're changing the date though, though. I think it's now March 15th or something. Trump is going to return. I guess like Christ after three days or something. And now Trump after three what? After three uh, deleted tweets, he, he rises again. And 
it's it's i mean i if 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 only it was funny right and we can mock these people but i've been saying this for years how dangerous they are how full of shit they are how evil they are i mean it really is evil to lie to your fellow americans about a deadly pandemic that's going to kill them and oh if it if it doesn't kill them they don't care. Oh, they're not dead. I saw something online. Oh, God. On, uh, on Reddit. On the COVIDiot Reddit stream. Or Reddit board. And uh, it was somebody saying that she wanted... She wanted suggestions. It was somebody took a grab, a, fa- a screen grab of this person's Facebook page saying, We're having a party. Um, just about a small gathering of 15 to 20 people. Um, I don't want to hear it, anything. I don't want to hear anything about COVID. We should know my grandfather just died of it. So you don't need to tell me about it. And all the, the people who were commenting were like, Oh, one family member is not enough. You want to kill more of your family. So how stupid can people be? Some people just don't learn. They don't learn from their own mistakes. They don't learn from the mistakes of others, that's for sure. But is it, it's so embarrassing to be an American at this time. It really is. The rest of the world. I know that the rest of the world has stupid people too living there. We don't have the corner market on stupid people, but our stupid people have too much. I don't know what they have too much. I think we give them too much energy. The the good thing. Well, here I am, right, contributing to that. But we have to. Um, I believe we have to call it out, and that's how we. I think mocking it and reclaiming patriotism and spreading our progressive message of everybody in nobody. I mean, we're not, we don't like, like for example, Tom Hartman's book, the hidden history of American oligarchy. One of the things that I like about the book is that he has the solutions, how to not, it's not just uh, it's not a, um, it's not hopeless. And, he's, and the last part of the book is about breaking oligarchy. How do we do that? And we, how do we do it? We talk about it here. One of the things that we do is get money out of politics. Another thing is reclaiming the message. We have to. They would not have been as successful as they are with destroying this country if not for the media. The way that they have uh, the right wingers have spread their bullshit from sea to shining sea. All right, let's continue with this. In the QAnon movement, including Jim Watkins, who runs the hate-filled site Aidcoon, where QAnon messages are posted, and at least two people who would go on to Washington D.C. on January sixth. A lot of the time, all it really takes is keeping our eyes and our ears open to see who is on what side. Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman, who was charged for his role in the insurrection and went on a hunger strike in prison because they didn't have organic food. We are at war right now. 
and this man, Alan Hostetter, known for organizing anti-lockdown protests in California. Nobody wants violence. And we are conditioned from the time we were children in this country to always think that violence is a horrible, horrible thing. You hear that? We're conditioned to always think that violence is a horrible, horrible thing. This is the message that they're sharing. They're not talking about universal health care. They're talking about violence. To do what? What's the aim? To put a freaking con man illegitimately in power while they wave the American flag? It's so bizarre to me how they can think that they are patriots. Really. They want to overturn an election. They, they want to use violence to put a, a goddamn con man illegitimately in office despite receiving fewer votes. I mean, they have no problem with their so-called leaders receiving fewer votes. As I've always said, they're not a Democratic, small-D Democratic party. They are an autocrat party. They are a, the party of autocracy. And they always have been, from Edmund Burke to today. Um, it's about who has the power. And for them... When democracy actually breaks out in this country, when we become a more perfect union, they can't handle that. They can't abide that. They can only have democracy in as much as they're the ones, the white men. And it does, yeah, yeah, women too. They say women, as long as the women are just as big or bigger misogynists as the Republican male. You have to be ad, an adherent to their, uh, their strict hierarchy. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, right-wingers. Until we go back and reflect on our revolutionary war, they picked up guns at some point and said enough. Until we reflect on the Civil War, we ended slavery by picking up guns and dealing with it that way. We don't want that to have to happen, but it always has to be something in the back of your mind. Hostetter's home. We don't want that to happen, but he's talking about violence. Where, where did the, the... So he's saying, oh, the founders took up guns against the crown. Well, he doesn't... He, does, he thinks he's a patriot. Because he wants to take up guns against the government that the founders took up guns to overthrow the oppressive intergenerational aristocracy and monarchy. So he wants to take up guns to or take you know, use violence to overthrow the democracy that the founders entrusted to us and install an autocrat again. So who the hell is the patriot here? Who's a patriot in this scenario? They're not, a, they're not patriots. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not. What am I saying? I'm sorry. F them. ...was raided by the FBI after the insurrection. Media was not allowed to officially attend the event, but any member of the public could attend, and I signed up using my name and work email address. Also in attendance was Travis View, a host of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, who has been tracking this conspiracy theory for years. One of my big takeaways from attending the Q, Q conference is that the QAnon movement is so much more than just the predictions or the feeling like you're getting inside information. See, it's about the this isn't 
an XQ guy. Uh, the people there felt like they were part of something big and revolutionary and that they were opposing uh, absolute evil. And that made right. me feel like this is something and that's, that's what's so sad about it, too. Absolutely. They actually think that people are eating baby. I mean, when you're in that, if that's what you think, you're you're sick. You are like the Heaven's Gate cult. And I wish they would they would take the Heaven's Gate cult way out, I guess. I don't know. No, I'm not I'm not even kidding. I really wouldn't I wouldn't lose a minute's sleep. There's something rotten in this country, and it's them. It's the Republicans. It's, and they're not they're not stopping. That's the problem. Because here's the other thing here. Let me see what time it is. Okay. Let's see what's, how this ends up. Okay, whatever. We get the point. The point is, I, I'm not going to play the rest of the video, but <clears throat> the point is he was, in, he infiltrated Q. They're sick. They think, I mean, they're, they think that Donald Trump is uh, taking cues from Q. All right, I'll be right back. Sick, 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 sick. Isn't it sick? Really, think about where we live. But, so tonight, here, let me look at this. Hold on a second. Hold on. All my articles are all over the place. So Liz Cheney, not that I, I mean, whatever, she sucks. Remember, I mean, they all suck. Liz Cheney sucks. She always did. But she doesn't suck enough for the right-wingers. So they voted today, on Saturday. These, um, so, yeah, this is the 6th. The Wyoming Republican Party voted on Saturday to formally censure Representative Liz Cheney, the number three Republican in the House, for her vote to impeach former President Donald Trump. Yeah. In the latest example of, GO of the state GOP punishing lawmakers who have bucked the former president, bucked him. She did the right thing. And just like... Loves me? Oh, wait a minute. Loves just me like... Not. New oh, Neutrogena skin... ad just came up. Just like Jeff Sessions got... He got pushed out. He was... Uh, remember when he he had that video? He was running in wherever, whatever state he lives in. I don't remember. Some sh dumbass. I don't know. I'm only kidding. I don't know what state he lives in, but I know that normal people live in that state too, and it must be very dif difficult. But he he made a video, an well, an ad for his political campaign where he did everything but fillet Donald Trump in Macy's window. He was like, I didn't, what did I do? When I left the White House, did I write a tell-all book about the, about the president? Did I say bad things about him on television? 
Did I? Oh no, I support him. A hundred thousand percent. What? Sick. But it's not a coincidence that the only thing that Jeff Sessions did that where he showed a shred of integrity is the very thing that got him in the doghouse with the Republicans. Just like Liz Cheney. And this is on CNN. In the motion to censure Cheney, who easily survived a House Republican Republican conference vote to remain in her leadership spot because they took they did it in um in secret the the cowards they didn't want to go up against trump see they have every opportunity to excise the tumor of twitler from the from the republican party they could do that they they could have impeached him the first time when he committed treason when he used taxpayer money to strong arm a foreign leader into investigate into announcing an investigation on a for, on a political rival. Imagine, uh, imagine if President Obama did that. Okay, that's all you got to say. Republicans say that. Ask yourself what you would do if it was if it, that was Barack Obama. But of course, that's how you know they're full of shit. But anyway, if uh, they wanted to get rid of him, they could have done it then. They all know <clears throat> what a scumbag, what a con man, <clears throat> excuse me, he is. And they know that he committed treason. They know that he is a danger to this country. He's a clear and present danger. He's already helped kill Nearly a half a million of us. More than World War II. More than, uh, we, we're, we're approaching how many, all of the wars combined at this point. But it's never going to be enough. They don't care, Republicans. They don't care. Unfortunately, there are decent people in that 500,000 who, who have to die who died already, who's sick and died. They're going to give it to decent people, not just Republicans. Unbelievable. So the state Republican Party also called for her to immediately resign. When, I'm trying to wrap this around my mind. She voted, okay, let's let's rewind. Donald Trump incited an insurrection. He lied using the big lie, the tactic of every autocrat on earth that has ever uh, illegitimately grabbed power, using the big lie tactic that he repeated again and again and again. He incited a bunch of morons, white supremacists, insurrection. I mean, there's the, as the, the more that we know these people, the more we know that these are the dregs. These are the un-American monsters who uh, live among us. White supremacists, KKK, all, all, all sorts of ghouls and freaks and geeks and haints and taints and 
and monsters that live in the they live in the under the baseboards and in the vents like and uh don't be afraid of the dark that's them and they it's uh they don't it's not enough that Liz Cheney she's not disgusting enough for them she's not I mean, it's like hard to believe as I'm as I'm trying to wrap my mind around it that the person he incited an insurrection. He he used the big lie to incite an insurrection and against them. They were in the House and the Senate. They were Congress was in session. They went to uh, chanting "Hang Mike Pence." They killed five fucking people, including a cop. They mutilated others. One is going to lose his eye. They committed violence on the Capitol. They took uh, dumps in the Capitol. They wiped their shit along, along this carpet and the drapes. Yes, they vandalized the Capitol after how many years, of course, of... Uh, listening to government is the problem government is the problem of course it ends with uh, them taking a shit in the capitol not in the bathroom on the rug and uh and liz cheney she did the right effing thing of course they did of course she did and all those who voted to impeach the con man they did the right thing but doing the right thing gets you in trouble with the Republicans, just like being a decent person gets you in trouble with them. Being a, an actual Christian, being somebody who is actually patriotic, who wants a more perfect, who fights for a more perfect union, who fights against the autocracy and fights against the intergenerational concentrated wealth that threatens the government that the founders entrusted to us. The ones that these, these freaks pretend to love so much when they're waving their flags and their, their made-in-China flags and their, their stupid eagle T-shirts. These people are sick. I don't know where they live. But they're turning this country, they have turned it into uh, an embarrassment, an international embarrassment. The rest of the world looked in horror at what they've done. They've been looking in horror at what they've done for years. They look at horror. Remember when George Bush was reelected? The rest of the world was like, I remember the there was a headline in an English newspaper. How can however many million people be so dumb. That's what it said. That's what I say all the time. But we have this country, the, the, the country's electoral system, the electoral college, all of these systems that favor the minority rule it has to be abolished. It's enough. And that's another reason why it's important to promote and, and support the real liberal media and you're looking at it because otherwise we don't stand a chance getting this country back so thank you this is the end of the progressive voices show 
Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to support the real liberal media. Because we are the real patriots. And that's, and that's what we are. We don't leave anybody behind. We are unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And we will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you I will see you soon. All right. And we're back for some more. Some more unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history. (laughs) On the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And speaking of decency and dignity and democracy, um, another thing I wanted to talk about, and I guess this is a good time to bring it up in our last in our last section for tonight. I think we have, what do we have left? We have about half an hour of show. And I want to thank you, Jim, again, for your super chat, and Jeffrey Giraffe for your super chat for your amazingly generous super chat. Thank you so much. And Garfield for your super chat because that's what's going to keep us going and growing and more importantly, growing because we are growing even though uh, not as fast as I would like. And the other reason, that's the reason I had to do the show later because I got to do other things if... um, and they get in the way sometimes of the show. I would really want to do the show, and it it has to be, um, it really needs to be uh, on every single day, except Sunday, because <laughs> I have to sleep. So sometimes I don't I don't know. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I know, but we have so much work to do. So, but I do appreciate you guys for um, being accommodating and flexible but all right one um another thing i wanted to talk about i don't know if you saw on twitter today kevin sorbo is trending and the reason he's trending oh my god somebody just sent me a text on on twitter said thanks for your acceptance god bless you with question marks <laughs> god bless you question marks um so kevin sorbo he okay this is what i'm saying we're on the right side of decency dignity and democracy here we go i'm bringing the receipts yet again so kevin sorbo is was trending today because he, 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 he's supposed to be a Christian, right? This is another thing that makes me sick about these right-wingers. They wear their, their Christianity, so-called Christianity, on their sleeve. And, but what, I don't know what God, what Jesus they're worshiping. I mean, I'm not a Christian. Technically, I guess I am. I was raised a catholic by a nun my nun my mother was a nun okay not when she was my mother but my father and uh, was a garbage man my mother was a nun 
a former nun became my mother. And so they were pretty uh, religious. And I was, uh, I was raised Catholic, Irish Catholic. I went through the whole thing, going to religious instruction, communion, confirmation, all that. And so I know a little bit about Jesus. And, but I do also know that, um, these freaks, uh, if only they were, uh, if only they did love Jesus and worship Jesus. That's what I say. If only they actually did, because then maybe we would, we wouldn't have to fight as hard for universal health care and for a more perfect union. We wouldn't have to say black lives matter because they would already matter. They would know black lives matter. They would, yes, of course. It's like, yes, uh, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. But not with these, these freaks. So Kevin Sorbo, he tweeted uh, just in a... And another example of how how disgusting Republicans are, Republicans, excuse me, they um, pretend to love Jesus. And all, remember when George W. Bush was talking about compassionate conservatism? There is no such thing. It's, um, what's that? Is, what do they call that? Uh, and is that an oxymoron, like military intelligence? compassionate conservatism because no conservatism that's another scam the whole compassionate conservatism thing is a scam so today kevin sorbo yeah who's supposed to who pretends to love jesus he he tweeted about hunter biden because everybody knows hunter biden had um a problem with addiction and one of the things and, and so did i so i'm in recovery i don't make any i don't hide it because why 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 would i there's no shame in in recovering from addiction there's no shame in asking for help there's no shame in i don't know unless you uh, unless you are a shameful bastard like kevin sorbo that's then you should be ashamed because he writes on Twitter, tell Hunter Biden he forgot to pick his lap pipe. I mean, crap, crack top. I mean, oh, I, you know the thing. You see, that's supposed to be funny. Tell Hunter Biden, wait a minute. He forgot to pick his lap pipe. I mean, crack top. I mean, I, you know the thing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Everybody? They're, they're so scummy. Now, of course, I, I guess we're supposed to be ashamed if you're an addict, you're supposed to be ashamed. So you should just die. I mean, this country, people are dying. What is what is the 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 uh, statistic now for opioid dying of opioid death in this country? Addictions are through the roof. Suicides through the roof. This country, we have 
the uh, disgusting oligarchs who who flood the nation with opioids purposefully to fuck people up in this kiss-up, kick-down dystopia. And, well, you can't get health care. I mean, go try getting some help. But, of course, you... Uh, you're not strong, I suppose. According to Kevin Sorbo, it's okay to mock people. Except Rush Limbaugh or, uh, or the rest of them. Who have... I, I, well, I guess when you're Rush Limbaugh and you can send your, your housekeeper to go buy drugs for you. It doesn't count. Right? <laughs> But this really pissed me off because this is the kind of talk that kills people, that gets people prematurely dead. But, of course, that's who they are. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if um, some... Well, it doesn't surprise me if it, when he does it, but it, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if, if uh, Donald Trump Jr. did... Because he's, he's a douche, but he's also an addict, too, by the way. Um... We will not if if it comes across the wire that he has uh, he ends up in rehab. Of course, we'll never hear it. Or if he ends up prematurely dead from addiction, we won't be surprised. Of course, he's an addict. Look at his face. Look at his eyes. We all know that. Although he says that, oh no, he um, it was fake news. He went on. Um, he went on Fox News to say, oh, they all said I had red eyes or something. It was just the camera. When we saw, we have eyes to see that you have red eyes, that your eyes, not only are they red, they're dead. So you're an addict in the grips, all right? Let's leave it at that. But to, to mock and denigrate Hunter Biden's addiction, of course, what will that do? It will, it will kill people. It will get people dead. And they make me sick, these Republicans, because here's a guy. Now, let's look at Kevin Sorbo's. Now, he's a, you know, if, in case you don't know, he's a big, he's a trump of course, right? Here's Kevin Sorbo's, his Twitter page, Let There Be Light. Well, gee, Kevin... Why don't you, you take your own advice? Oh, that's his movie, Let There Be. It's all, they make all of their movies, you know, all these uh, fake-ass actors, these so-called conservative actors, they make movies about Jesus. Um, supposedly, all their movies, you ever notice all their movies are how somebody was all of, was cynical, and then somehow... They were like, oh, gee, F, I don't believe in all that. And then something happens and they they all see the light. So, well, let there be light. Well, let there be light, goddammit. Kevin Sorbo, when do Republicans bring light to the table? I really am asking this sincerely. When do they show compassion? When do they ever bring, um, when do they ever educate people? 
You know, there's a lot of just like there's misinformation about well, right now, uh, transgendered people, transgendered human beings are in the crosshairs of the conservatives because there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of people are coming out as transgender. This is what happens when people take that leap and it follows. Other people follow. It becomes um, like a domino effect, just like what happened when, uh, when I was growing up Gays were in the, I remember gays being gay was not, uh, there were no gay straight alliances in my high school. That's for sure. I remember that show LA law uh, where they had a kiss. There was a, there was a lesbian kiss on LA law and it was just nothing. It was no kiss. It was like you would kiss your grandmother, except you did it on her lips by accident. That's what it looked like. So it wasn't like anything uh, salacious. And I remember there was so much controversy about this gay kiss. And please, and going back to Soap, the, the TV show Soap, I told you that story about how my father, I wasn't allowed to watch Soap because there was a gay character on it. And they, they handed out pamphlets at church saying don't let anybody don't let your kids watch soap because there's a gay character on it and well of course they said homosexual and i remember thinking like what is what is all this hubbub about but it didn't work you know i uh, i still turned into a, a gay but it also what it did work to do was um instill a sense of shame in me how um you know, I didn't want to be gay. Who did? Who who wants to be anything? When you're growing up, you don't want to be different. So the same thing with uh, what they're doing now with what Kevin Sorbo does. They talk out of two sides of their mouth. They talk about, oh, um, we're going, we really want to do something about the opioid addiction. Like when Trump was on, the when he was running in 2016, he was going around with that, that uh that asshole who would play the guitar and his whose son died of addiction and trump was like oh it could happen to anyone you could be strong and you could still happen it could still happen to you meaning you could be an addict you could still you could even be a strong person you see of course what Kevin Sorbo does that they what and just like what Republic what all Republicans do they don't educate the American people they're not going to say this is a disease or they're not going to give Hunter Biden any any uh, any compassion for that compassionate conservatism they're going to Add to the ignorance surrounding addiction as if it's um, a moral failing. So we're supposed to look at Hunter Biden and his addiction. Uh, in a, and when we assess Hunter Biden and we take, we take stock of the positive and, and negatives of his personality, we're supposed to put his recovery from addiction in the negative column, where at least... 
he not only is he in recovery and I and during the debate when Joe Biden when when um, that filthy fascist bastard orange bastard brought it up and Joe Biden said that he was very proud of his son for uh, he said yes my son had a problem with addiction and I'm very proud of his recovery good for him Whereas, what does Trump do? What do these compassionate conservatives do? They add to the ignorance. So we're supposed to say, it's not something, it's um, that, you know, it's not a disease. It's a moral failing. It means that you're, you're somebody who could be mocked. So mocking somebody with addiction is akin to mocking somebody with any other disease. But they don't want to spread that because they're not getting any bang for their buck. So they will add to the ignorance. And they want to have it both ways, though. The, and the other thing that, of course, is so offensive is the, the, the faux religion, faux Christianity. What do you mean? Let there be light. Let there be light. When do Republicans ever bring the light? Can somebody, I'm asking sincerely, are there any examples? Does anybody have any examples where Republicans take a situation where there is confusion and they make it and they bring the light? They add, they, they clarify, or they don't, they don't, at least don't make it worse. Is there any situation where Republicans make a situation better? Well, of course not. Now they're going at, I, the, going after Hunter Biden for being an addict is vile. So we're supposed to say, well, I'm just going through his uh, Twitter feed. Of course, it's, uh, it's an abomination. Kevin Sorbo retweeted Franklin Graham. Today would have been Ronald Reagan's 110th birthday. Who cares? He was one of our greatest presidents. Yeah, he he uh, kicked down on the poor. He divided and conquered us. He's funneled more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a zillion lifetime. I hope he's burning in hell. Unbelievable. Oh, I wish I, I, I wish I had saved this one thing that I had open about all Ronald Reagan's horrible, all the horrible things he did. Unbelievable. But ah, that's who, that's Republicans for you. Tell Hunter Biden he forgot to pick up his lap pipe. I mean, crack top. I mean. You know the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. So, yeah, it's pretty in- incredible how they go through life. Now, Kevin Sorbo, I'm sure, thinks he's a good man. Right? He really does. He thinks he's a good person. And and liberals, we, normal people like us, 
that we are, uh, we're evil somehow. Kevin Sorbo wants to drink our tears. Kevin Sorbo, he, th- he really does think. What is he doing? Like, I mean, I don't understand what they think, uh, what, what kind of Christ they think they're, they're worshiping or whatever. Who are they following? What Christ? The only thing that, they're, that their God uh, dictates to them is gay bashing and being an absolute douchebag. So what kind, who are they following? So another one, when I was, uh, when we were just talking about during the debate, a reminder, this is from Huffington Post, a reminder that addiction is an illness, not a character flaw. Trump's substance misuse remarks from the debate are a disgusting example of how addiction is often viewed as a moral failure by Lindsey Holmes. Of course, that's but that's what Republicans want because then they can use it. And if one of them gets into trouble, one of them has addiction and it comes out, of course, it will only come out reluctantly or against their own will because they're cowards. They would never come forward and admit it unless their ass is against the wall and they have no other option. In the meantime, they will... Like Rush Limbaugh did his whole career being a propagandist bastard, being a the Tokyo Rose of this country, this, of the oligarchy. That's who he is. He, he would denigrate the other uh, other people with addiction. Talk about minimum ma- uh, mandatory sentences for people using drugs when he was using drugs himself. But of course, it's always different rules. For different people, he drove himself deaf with his addiction. But he didn't. He he had the money, I guess. So he becomes somebody that they oh, good for you, Rush. But the the other thing is, they never learn when they go when they have these experiences. They never change. The only one I've heard of changing is Lee Atwater. Lee Atwater is the only Republican who ever had had a near... Well, he was dying, so he wasn't near death. He was actually near death. And while death was coming at him, he used his, his final year to call Democrats and the people he harmed to ask them for forgiveness. For what he, for all the harm he had done to this country, but that's the only one I ever heard of. The rest of them really need to ask for forgiveness, but I guess they're too busy filleting each other and telling each other that they're, uh, I don't know what, enabling. They're just enabling their each other's sickness. So as Lindsay Holmes writes in the Huffington Post, there are approximately a million moments from Tuesday night's presidential debate that made it a horror show. This is an article from, um, from uh, during the debate. The, uh, this is from June or July, I mean. One of them is when President Donald Trump mocked former Vice President Joe Biden's son Hunter for living with addiction. 
In a brief exchange about the military, Trump pointed out Hunter Biden's drug use while in the Navy, saying it led to his dishonorable discharge. Fact check, Hunter was released on an administrative discharge in 2013 after testing positive for cocaine. It is not nearly the same as a dishonorable discharge, which is handed down by court-martial. But anyway, who needs fact and truth when you're a right-winger? Facts have such a liberal bias, you see. Biden pushed back on Trump's remarks condemning his stigmatizing of the shameful and his shameful rhetoric around substance abuse. My son, like a lot of people, had a drug problem, Biden said. He's overtaken it. He's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. Good for him. I remember when Joe Biden said that. And I did feel um, like good for him. That's what you that's what you need to say. Good for him. Like many families in this country, millions of Americans dying, living and dying with addiction and the families that suffer. That's what they need to hear from their F and so-called president from this scum sucking freak. And he's a drug addict himself. If you want to believe Noel Castor, the comedian who worked with Trump. On The Apprentice, he said, of course he's a drug addict. He, he's on Adderall. He's on all kinds of drugs. And in fact, he shits his pants. He's so uh, drugged up. Yeah, we can read that article too. And you notice how Trump never s- sued Noel Castor. You know how he always threatens to sue people? He never threatened to sue Noel Castor, nor did he, uh, th- nor did he uh, sue. No, no, nor did he threaten to s- not only threatened, of course, you know, he's not threatened. I'm always trying to say he hasn't actually, I'm not saying, I'm trying to say, for example, all of the women that accused him of sexual assault and he said he's threatened to sue. Of course, he has never sued. All right. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. What is that noise? Oh, I thought Ray was going to come over. (sighs) It was an infuriating and then powerful moment, particularly for many people who know firsthand what it's like to live with addiction or love someone who has a substance use disorder. A person's addiction is often used as an insult against them. The stigma around substance misuse allows people to regard living with it and even relapsing as some sort of moral failure. But spoiler alert, it's not. While addiction is devastating and painful and needs attention and treatment, it is absolutely not a sign of weakness or a character flaw. Substance use disorders are chronic brain diseases caused by both biological or genetic characteristics that are largely out of the person's control and by environmental insults that are only partially in the person's control said Andrew Saxon, a psychiatrist and member of the American Psychiatric Association's Council on Addiction Psychiatry. Morality does not enter into the equation at all. Furthermore, just like cancer or any other health issues, addiction doesn't discriminate. The illness can affect people from all demographics, which also debunks the view that addiction makes someone a failure or a terrible person. 
said James Monroe Jr., a founder and CEO of the Newport Academy, a mental health and addiction treatment center for young adults. Addiction can happen to anyone, from the rich and famous, to teens with good families, to parents and everyone in between. No one is immune to addiction, Monroe said. Experiencing addiction does not make you bad. It doesn't make you a bad person. And relapsing doesn't mean you're weak or, or mean. No, no, excuse me. Relapsing doesn't mean, <laughs> I read it wrong, that you are weak. So helping someone who's at risk, given that given more than 20 million American adults live with substance use disorder, it could be likely someone you know who's experienced the condition. Understanding that addiction is a disease, just like any other long-term illness, is vital. But there's more that loved ones can do to be supportive. So studies show that the likelihood of relapse goes down when individuals have better coping skills and social support networks. So um, what do you think happens when you live in a society when half of the society, when the, when the hypocrites that, who claim to be holy rollers are using their me- social media platforms to spread misinformation and mock you. It's like mocking somebody with any other illness that could kill you. Like saying, um, mocking somebody with cancer or any other, I mean, or diabetes or whatever. It's just vile. And I have to ask again, are there any, are there any, any, is there any example? I'm seriously asking this because I don't know of any, but are there any examples where right-wingers add something where they where they educate where they take a a situation or a or a topic or something that's misunderstood and they make it better where they bring the light as Kevin Sorbo says I can't think of any I don't know I I really don't see how any right wing, you know, now you got to think, think of all the, the, the cities, the towns, the, uh, the communities in this country suffering in, for, uh, in the opioid epidemic. Let me see. Hold on. Communities. It's all, it's the red states, right? Hold on. Epidemic. Red states. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. Look at this. Community, here's a study. Communities most affected by opioid epidemic also voted for Trump. Voting patterns show that areas where Donald Trump did well were also places where opioid overdoses and deaths occurred. NPR's Scott Simon speaks with Shannon Monet, or Manat, who led the study. 
Shannon Monat was watching election results last month when she thinks she noticed a pattern. Okay, blah, blah, blah. What did you look at and what did you find? Well, this is how she responds. Well, so this part was part of a larger project where I've been trying to understand the common characteristics of places with high rates of mortality from drugs, alcohol, and suicide. These deaths from despair. As you mentioned, I was watching the returns come in on election night and sort of noticed that the states where Trump was performing more strongly than it's expected, like Pennsylvania and Ohio and Michigan, were states that have seen major upticks in drug overdoses and other deaths of despair over the past decade. So I started looking at the data, especially within regions of the country where opioid epidemics have received a lot of attention. And what I found was that Trump outperformed the previous Republican candidate, Mitt Romney, in most counties with the highest drug, alcohol, and suicide mortality rates. And what the hell? And, you know, when you ask, when I ask myself, why? What the hell? Let's get down to the, to the brass tacks. What's the bottom line? The fact is, I'm going to say it, and you know it's true, because it nothing matters to these people. They don't care who dies, if their mama dies, their, their friends die, if their co whole damn community dies. You know why? I'm going to tell you. It's, it ultimately comes down to racism. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course it comes down to racism. It's not about ad the addiction. Now you can have of course these uh you have a lot of addiction in ca in counties and communities where there's poverty and uh economic disparity. There's a lot of addiction in uh other communities that aren't white. But all these white ass Trump counties they don't care who dies, who got COVID, who's dying of opioids, who is in uh, taking their own lives with death by despair. These are the same communities that are, uh, of course, a bunch of, uh, I'm sure they have all these, uh, every Sunday they'll get together and they'll sing their Christian songs together and uh, watch Kevin Sorbo movies. But they will still continue to vote for their own demise. It's unbelievable. Right. El Eli on the chat, these people vote for a party that doesn't give a flying F about them because it comes down to racism. They would rather feel like they're somehow, they have more in common with the people who are, who have their boots on their necks and the necks of the entire country than they, than they would, than they would ever imagine that they have with anybody else who are American, are working class, but have darker pigment. That's what it comes down to. They don't want to share. They cannot share this country. Well, they can. They're choosing not to. They're choosing to be ignorant and stupid and racist and same thing. They, because they're stupid and ignorant and racist, they, and of course, 
all of the it's like a perfect storm of stupidity so when they of course these areas are overrun with addiction because there's no other answer they're sick and suffering and they are it's a circle jerk of suffering God knows, that's for sure. So it ultimately comes down to not being able to share the country with people with darker pigment. And that's what we're here to do. Tell, spread the good news about the progressive solutions that we are in this together. We will make a more perfect union. We are capable of it. That's why we will lead. Everybody in, nobody out. That's the only American way. We're the real patriots on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. And that's it. My name is Tara Devlin. We will win. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon. And become a patron. <laughs> become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And thank you again, Jim and Jeffrey Giraffe and Garfield for your super chats. All right, guys, 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 guys. Thanks for accommodating the later show. Excuse me. We might have to do that some other time. And hopefully we'll see. So uh, we'll have more shows next week. I can't wait for the impeachment trial. And we will get together and discuss it. But I need you to do what what Greg did. Like, for example, Greg went on Tom Hartman's chat and talked about Tara Buster. And Suzanne came by to uh, check out the show. So I'm very glad. That's how it's going to work. Word of mouth will help. So remember, 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 remember. Did you like the show? Was it good? Was it all right? Good. Eve says, good show. All right. Paradu, real patriots over here. Errol Thomas, yes. Eli, yes. I want to say hello. Hello to, what's this? Anuk, Anuket World Traveler. Welcome, welcome. Nice to see you, White Rabbit. Nice to see you, Lee, in New York City. And Haiku, of course. Thank you for being the moderator. Errol Thomas, thank you. Thank you. Who else is here? I want to say hello to everybody. Jim, of course. Thank you, Jim. Tell your friends that we have real liberal talk. And Lava Q. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, hello. Real liberal talk. We can't have enough of this real liberal. It's really true because otherwise we're done. That's how you understand that those morons, those Q assholes... They're only they they're only as um, many of them as there are because because of media, because of their 
their um, prolific media platforms. If only they can, they would have stumbled onto Tara Buster. Hopefully they'll stumble in and we can deprogram them. Thank you, Damask Cats, for hanging out. Richard W., thank you so much. And Slow Tree, very nice to see you. And Commander Bond, I like like your name. Nice to see you. All right, and who else do we have? Of course, Christopher. Christopher Young and Suzanne. Thank you so much for hanging out. And Errol, of course. Thank you. All right, guys, guys, guys. I'm going to go because I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices, and I... I'm behind because of getting, getting, starting the show late. Thank you again. We will try to do a show on Monday. It will help if we get another patron. We got to get some patrons. We need more patrons. We're bleeding patrons. We need patrons. Become a... What else can you do? Sign up for Rockfin. Go to Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. And I have other instructions, you know. All right, guys, thank you so much. Also, join our Discord page. You can hang out between shows and see some videos, Some share some videos of yourself, your stories, your cat and pet videos. We especially enjoy them. I do. We're really building a great community, like a... family i hate i don't want to i was going to say i hate to say it but i don't hate to say it i love it it keeps me going it does and thank you all for your kind words saying telling me not to say that the show sucks (laughs) to stop saying the show sucks (laughs) that's just my my sick thinking my stinking thinking if only you knew the half of it that I don't say in my mind. That's why we need each other because we're not all down at the same time, but I need you guys to go into my mind with me like a bad neighborhood. You want to take back up with you. You want to take your friends. All right, guys, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, we are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Become a patron at patreon.com. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon.